one time summer camp. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest podcast on the planet this one time at summer camp. I know you just got finished listening to that awesome intro song. It is so good. I love it. Thank you again, John. (laughs) I know you spent hours and hours cultivating that rhythm and lyrics. You definitely didn't figure it out while you were on the toilet. (laughs) So um, so I'm going to introduce, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves in a minute, but we have a very cool surprise for everyone. Today, we have our very first guest on this one time at summer camp. Cue thunderous applause. (laughs) So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Courtney Sullivan. Say hi, Courtney. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) That's good. That's good. They definitely can respond. Yep. So, the thing about Courtney is that she actually worked with me at Briarwood. That's how we met. Super cool. But that's not her only camp experience. So, Courtney, why don't you tell us your uh, camp history? How about that? My camp history. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, I grew up in South Carolina. So, my home camp when I was a child was um, Lutheridge in North Carolina. I went there every single summer until I think I made it 14 years before I moved and thus could no longer go. Um, And then coming out of my freshman year of college, I got a call from Sweet Sweet Aaron and his staff asking they were needing some hires. And so I was kind of a last minute ad, I think. Um, (laughs) They were all last minute ad that he's ever had. I think he would agree. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) So yeah, so I was a, a summer camp counselor at Briarwood, and then I moved up into leadership staff to where my last year I was interim program director there as well. So, um, been around that place for a while. You know the whole thing. I know the whole thing, <laughs> unfortunately, sometimes, but mostly. Quickly. So, what do you do now? Now I am a medical student in uh, Houston which is the largest medical center in the world and currently the number one hotspot for COVID as well. So it's been a really interesting couple of months and gets more interesting by the day. Jeez. Well, thanks for your uh, help in all the medical community and everything. I think even if you're not directly involved, I'm sure you're helping out where you can and, you know, taking care of even what you might think are menial things just so everybody else can do their own thing. So uh, not that I would ever speak for you or that you would ever complain about the work you're given. I have never complained a day in my life about anything. (laughs) Cool. So, uh, yeah, there we go. So how about, uh, Jeff, why don't you give us a good get to know you question and then we can all introduce ourselves. Yeah. Again. First I have to ask, uh, Courtney, it's a little awkward that you basically like took Aaron's job. I mean, is that? <laughs> I'm guessing you did a better job than he did. Like that's just my assumption. Well, yeah. What What really did you have to fair, fix? A fair comparison because I did a better job than anybody has ever done. I think. <laughs> oh, so not okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> please, please stop talking. No, Aaron and I are very close, and when I took the job, we even like went and got you know, a drink and talked about it. And um, he was supportive for the whole time. And I was just a placeholder until they could find a, you know, full time because I was obviously going to school. So it helped me and Aaron's friendship grow a little bit stronger because we then knew exactly what we had gone through. Mm. It's true. Yeah. Nice. Man, I thought you were going to ask her about her Leo DiCaprio painting in the back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
He's beautiful. That is really Although, nice. A lot of people think it's Denzel Washington. So, <laughs> you know. That is. With that information, what you will. <laughs> Okay, well, all right, uh, so I have a get-to-know-you question uh, for everybody. It's a little different than just our traditional questions we've done before, but it's something you have probably all done at camp. Uh, so it's more of a game than a question. So I hope you're ready for it. I'm going to throw you all on the spot. You have to be able to think here. Uh, so it's the game Two Truths and a Lie. You all know this game, right? Oh, so you no. tell three facts. Two of them are true. One is a lie. I'm ready, so I'll go first. So you all have some time to think. My three facts, and one of them is a lie, are that I have never broken a bone, I have never worn contacts, and I've never gotten a speeding ticket. Man, th- I like your theme. Yeah. Are these camp-related? Or are they camp-related? In which case, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they are not camp-related. They're just random facts. I, I was trying to think of... How would you get a speeding ticket on camp property? Dude, hello! Have you Were you there when a car was wrecked on our property because someone was speeding? You yeah, we didn't get a ticket. Oh, well, he should. <laughs> was it Aaron? No, it was not. <laughs> it was definitely Aaron. You can admit it. This is a safe space. <sighs> I'm so glad we invited guests on our podcast. <laughs> Wait, so so then are we supposed to guess yours so now? You would or guess do we which going? one is a lie of those three. I don't think you've ever worn contacts. I I said I've never worn. So you think I have worn them? Oh yeah, you have to guess which one's the lie. Oh so, yeah. I've no, never broken a bone. I've never worn contacts. And I've never gotten a speeding ticket. See, I think you've probably, I would agree that you've never worn contacts because I've only seen you with glasses, <laughs> but I've also only known you your adult life. So that's who knows. But I would have sworn you would have broken a bone or gotten a speeding ticket. So that's not, <laughs> that's not cool. I'm going to go with broken a bone. Broken a bone. I'm going to go with broken a bone. I think you've broken a bone. Think I think I it like. I think you have like a rib okay. or a finger or a toe, something like that. <laughs> Missing. Those are like rib, <laughs> finger, toe. Those are very different. No, but those are like broken bones that like you could live with. Like you didn't have to have a cast or anything oh, like that. Like yeah, you, go, you, just, you wouldn't even have to go to the doctor, right? I get you. All right. Probably should. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. So. <laughs> All right, John and Courtney, do you have any guess? Um, it's hard for you, Courtney, because you don't know who yeah, I am. I've known you so. for uh, 10 minutes, but... Yeah. That's forever. <laughs> that's, that's such a long time. I think that you've definitely gotten a speeding ticket. Okay. You see, seem like you're on the lam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right, John. Oh, what do you got? You pick. Let's see. So I feel like you're a camp person and what camp person has never broken the speed limit um <laughs> trying to make it back from church or trying to make it to a church thing oh there you go so i'm still going with the the contacts you think he has worn contacts yeah yeah okay, okay. all right well i like that you all get something different that's great um aaron you were right i have Woo! broken a bone Woo-hoo! never worn contacts never got a speeding ticket so what bone did you break uh, I've broken my arm and my pinky. I knew you would break your fingers. Oh, no, my thumb. Pinky and thumb. Back to business. Aaron, you're next. Go. What the? 
<laughs> no, no. Fine. I realized I didn't actually say who I am or where I'm from. We kind of oh, like yeah. skipped that. Oh, do that. <laughs> so I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin. I've also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. Nice. Um, let's see. Here are my three facts. Well, first of all, my name is Aaron Colwick. Uh, I'm a former program director from Briarwood Retreat Center in Texas and Camp Stony in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I'm currently the youth director at Rejoice Lutheran and Grace Lutheran, both down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And my three facts, but one of them is a lie. Fact number one, I was interviewed on the news. Fact number two, I have met a U.S. president. Fact number three, I was almost killed once. Like murdered, killed, or like? I've said my facts. <laughs> I refuse to elaborate. I don't think you've met a president. The, someone almost killing you, I can definitely believe. And the news, I can, <laughs> I can believe. <laughs> All right. The scandalous ones. Okay. I don't think you've been interviewed on the news. I think you were like maybe on a picture on the news or like your face was there. But I don't think you were interviewed. So it's like it's a half truth. Okay. But it's okay. Lie. I got you. John? All right. I think there's been times that I've probably almost killed you. So <laughs> that's probably out. <laughs> no. So is that what you're going with? You don't think I've almost been killed? Yeah. All right. I've never met a president. So good job, Courtney. Uh, I was I was uh, hit by a drunk driver on the road one time and like almost fell. My car came within like inches of this huge drop off on the side of a road God. that had I fallen off, it would have almost equal death. Like yeah. there, I may have survived it, but there was not a good chance. Oh. And then. I was interviewed on the news in Tyler, Texas. No, wait, sorry, Longview, Texas, for a service project that the Lutheran Youth Organization were doing. And I was an adult advisor. It's actually on YouTube, so we can watch it later. <laughs> it misquotes me because I told they asked me where I went to school, and I said TCC, which was the community college. And he definitely thought I said TCU. <laughs> so it says I go to TCU. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fake news. Wow. I also lied on the news, apparently. Classic. Classic. All right. Who's next? Um, Courtney, would you like to go or I can go? It doesn't matter. Are you ready, Courtney? Yeah, I wrote them down. I took oh, after you. Smart. Look Do at it. That. See? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I hate water in all forms. My D&D &D character is a halfling rogue. And... Airports are my favorite part of every vacation. Also, <laughs> hi, I'm Courtney. <laughs> wow. I really want the airport one to be true. <laughs> um, Those are hard. Did you ever play D&D? &D? Wait a second. You, you're a program director. You can't hate water. She's the program director in Texas. Like, <laughs> they have water, water there. All four. We do. We do have water. Well, like, it's not do you... pretty water. It's brown water. Yeah, but oh, I can't gross. understand why you hate it then if it's brown water. 
Yeah, I hate water. No, I'm sticking with that answer. I think water. Yeah. I'm going to say D&D, because if you have played D&D, and I'm just now learning about this, <laughs> there's going to be a problem. I have to say airports, then, just that so we cover all three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have never actually played D&D. Oh, thank God. Correct. That's actually my oh. sister's character, so um, I had to text her and ask her what it was. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That was no, good. Water is disgusting, and I will hear no arguments about it. I hate it. And I also hate okay. being damp, just like in pools, oceans. I don't like it. I stay on the shore. <laughs> I know. You're laughing. <laughs> airports are amazing, okay? I have like a list of airports I want to go to in my lifetime, and I love them. What's your favorite airport? Yeah, what's your favorite airport? Well, it did depend. Aesthetically, it is Columbia Metropolitan in Columbia, South Carolina, because it's like super airy. All the walls are glass. It's beautiful. But functionally, it's DFW, because that is the best laid airport in the whole world. It's so user-friendly, and they've redone it, and it's beautiful, and everything's super easy to find. And it's the easiest airport to drop people off at or pick them up. It's that I would agree with that, actually. Have a list of rankings. Interesting. Well, there you go. You should get like a, Courtney. You need to get like a, a coffee table book of like different airports. Oh my god, that would be amazing! <laughs> Can you make me one or buy me one? I'll expect it in my mail. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, Aaron. Yeah, I think he's telling you that you should make one, and that's your like ticket to a million dollars. That's true. There you go. I would like a million dollars. I got a lot of student debt, so I'll take it under. <laughs> There you go. There you go. All right, uh, John. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to try and make mine a little bit camp related. Oh, um, look at you. Loser. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Um, okay. So camp related. I have chased a mountain lion out of camp. I have peaked six mountains over 9,800 feet in one summer. Wow. And I once ate 10 hot dogs in one beach day. Those are also believable. I can eat a lot of food. Let's just preface it with that. (laughs) (laughs) I can also hike a lot and fast. And I've hung out with animals a lot. My spirit animal is a cougar, so... <laughs> I I'm gonna go with the hot dogs because for some reason I think you don't like hot dogs. But I could be wrong. You could be. Alright. Man, I'm gonna say the the mountains, because I totally can believe that you chased a mountain lion. That's not a surprise at all. But I think you've only peaked like five mountains, not six. Ooh. Oh, Again, just that little lie—a little bit of a lie. <laughs> a are you gonna be? Lie. Are you gonna be that guy, John? Probably. <laughs> he didn't write him down. Uh, at least I didn't see you write him down. So. Oh, I don't need to. <laughs> I did think the mountain lion one was gonna be like you actually chased off like a bear. Oh, there, there you go. We did or just talk about a bear. It's like it's like you guys really know me. Like I'm gonna just slightly tell a lie. <laughs> He chased um, off a cocaine-riddled bear. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, the cougar one's definitely true. Oh, yeah. Um, 
mountain lions. There's plenty of them up at the camp that I worked at. Hi, everybody. I'm John. <laughs> I, I was the program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in beautiful mountainous <laughs> Sawtooth Range in Idaho. Um, and yes, we have mountain lions and we have bears up there. And I have chased a mountain lion out of camp. Maybe not chased it, but like slowly walked towards it. <laughs> Escorted it off the property. <laughs> Like gently, you know, we we have to respect nature. Excuse me, um, sir. Can you leave kindly? Yes, I have peaked six mountains in one summer Dang. that were over ninety eight hundred feet. Um, it's not hard to do up in the Sawtooth Range there, but no, I have not eaten ten hot dogs in one beach day. That is ridiculous. I've only eaten nine. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was the little. It's just a All little right. bit of a lie. Hey, I'm three for three, y'all. I, I wow. guessed correctly on all you, three. You also guessed first on all three. <laughs> well, get on and my strategic level, Jeff. The only person who knows all three of us, so that feels unfair. Uh, and yet, that's true. Hearing our excuses. <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. <laughs> no, Aaron, I think you're great. Thank you, John. <laughs> and your nine hot dog eating self. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. Get to know you. That was fun. That's yeah. different and enjoyable. Yeah, you got to change it up a little bit. So, uh, Courtney, we believe you have a camp hack to share with us, correct? Yeah. Let's hear yes, it. <laughs> you, she's so excited to share it. It's it's really practical, so it's like not that not that fun. But um, my camp hack was always to have two sets of both. Um, like open toe shoes. So I had like always two pairs of chagas and always two pairs of closed toe shoes because one inevitably gets wet during the day and then you like absolutely need a different one. And we got caught in the rain a bunch of friggin' times in Texas and then it just gets muddy and it's gross. And so you always have to have a, a change. That is a good like counselor hack. I never would have thought oh, of that absolutely. because I've kind of like, I just got used to living on site. So like I have all my shoes. <laughs> You gotta I have two, man. For kids, too. Like, bring a plastic bag and two pairs of shoes so when your shoes get muddy, you can throw them in the bag and don't get everything muddy. Yeah, oh, that's good. That was a good, good. one. Good yeah. job, Courtney. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Practical, straight to the point, all business. That's what we're about here. Yeah. yeah we like definitely John said at the opening. <laughs> <laughs> we are all business here at one time at summer camp. Cool. All right, Courtney, I think it is time. We would love to hear your camp story. So how it'll work is you'll tell us a story. And before you come to the conclusion or resolution of the story, we would like you to stop. And then we three will say what we would have done. Mm. I will add a caveat for this week. If it happens to be a story <laughs> I know or was a part of, I'm going to make something up ridiculous of what I would have done had I had not been afraid of repercussions. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's like, just... give you a bear cocaine. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of our things have been ridiculous. <laughs> no, I feel like there have been very sensible answers, John. <laughs> okay. It's like well, 50 you, I feel like you know it, but it's, we'll just power through. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm so excited for this. Okay. So, um, so I went to camp 
from a very young age, as I mentioned. And um, to me, because of like the relationships I made, and there was this one counselor that in subsequent years was always in my area, just like randomly for that week, he was assigned to my area. And um, so I got to know him really well. And at one point he told me that his girlfriend actually went to my church, which was like in a completely different state. So it was like super coincidental. And I ended up like watching them get married. It was my first wedding I'd ever been to. I was like 10. And it was like the epitome of true love to me because I like knew them. And so like, I always knew that I would um, find the love of my life at camp, basically. (laughs) Um, I like thought that camp was a place that magically made your love life just like come together. Um, And so (laughs) it's true. It's true. It's true. They all work. Um, anyway, so I, when Aaron called me and did my interview for my first summer at camp, I was super excited, not only because like being a camp counselor was my lifelong dream, but also because I was like, great, I'm just coming off my freshman year of college and I'm alone. So this is going to be where <laughs> my life <laughs> <laughs> There's the motivation. All right. <laughs> and I'm alone. <laughs> the true motivation. I will caveat by saying my camp growing up was like a summer staff of like at least a hundred. And then getting to Briarwood, I was prepared for that. And it was like a summer staff of 20, I think. (laughs) Like maybe maybe 18. Yeah, your first summer was 17. 17 staffers. Right. So I get there and like 17 of us, half of us are women. So I'm like, well, this is not the variety I was hoping for. (laughs) Probably fine. And... So then, so I meet all my like fellow counselors, it's going fine. And then I meet the leadership staff and the leadership staff is like three young men, Aaron and two others, right? And Aaron is, you know, married. So that's... <laughs> ah, shoot, awesome. he's out. Yeah. Dang um, but the two others were like recent college age men, grads, and I was like, all right, this is it. This is going to be the love of my life. And so I spent... Oh, wow. I don't know, yeah. Well... I, I fall quickly, as they say. Um, <laughs> so for like eight weeks, I experienced the phenomenon that we all do called camp goggles. And <laughs> I was like planning my breaks around like when he was having his breaks. And I would like make, I would conveniently suggest my cabin go to like the activities he was running, even if they like didn't want to do archery at all. I was like, are you sure you can shoot arrows? <laughs> <laughs> And we had like a like a flirtation ship, but he was my boss and I'm like that couldn't happen. And also like I was pretty sure it was like I was just like flirting with him and there was like no strings attached, whatever. It was just fun. Well then um oh. so it's like <laughs> it's like the last day of camp, right? We've been together for like eight weeks, all the staff, and we close the camp, we do camp cleanup as you do. Um, and he comes up to me and he's like being really weird and he's like, Yeah, Courtney, like tomorrow I won't be your boss anymore. And I was like, yeah, accurate, like, act. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's all he said. And so then we go to closing campfire, which is, like, held at, like, 11 p.m. at night. We're all really tired. The next day, like, we all go home, and we're all really sad, and people are crying, and it's, like, very emotional. And it's about to end, and Aaron has just given a beautiful, beautiful speech about going out into the world and making a difference and whatever, <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever Clearly, it was very memorable <laughs> yeah. and uh, this man gets up <laughs> so close to getting the name oh it was right there and I was going to leave it in 
stop. You're making me laugh. Okay. So he gets up and he's not much of a like public speaker just in general. So this is like a big deal. And he's like, everyone, I have an announcement. And if you want to leave, you can, but you don't have to, like, if you want to stay, you should stay. And obviously, like, oh. we've all been together for so many weeks. We all want the gossip, right? We're like, we're not missing the drama. Like, we're all going to see how this goes That's up. Crap, yeah. What's about to happen. So everyone stays. And then he turns to me and he's like, Courtney, will you join me in the center of the circle? Oh, goodness. <laughs> like, like a, yeah, it was good. Um, so I, like, go and I'm like, what is happening? What are you doing? And instead of, like, being a normal human and, like, saying his piece, he pulls me by the arm into the woods. Like, there's a path adjacent to the firing, okay? And he pulls me off into the woods where no one can see us. And I swear we're there for, like, five minutes. So I don't know what was happening in the fire circle while I was not there. But it's been, like, six years, and to this day, I don't like to think about it because I'm sure they were all talking mad crap, <laughs> right? Um, Aaron's like laughing because he was there. He <laughs> 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 still never told me what they what they talked about. But anyway, so we're in the woods, away from sight. It's very sketchy. I'm like waiting for someone to pop out and murder me. <laughs> and he turns to me and he's like, Courtney, I've really just had such feelings for you all summer, and I just like I really think we can make it. Will you be my girlfriend? And. Aww. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, in front of everybody. Like, I'm like I don't know. I was just flirting. Like, I don't – this is bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then – so then I'm like, I don't know what to say. And I – this was a time in my life where I was um, still very afraid of confrontation. And I, like, just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. So I was like, oh, like, okay, sure. And then he pulls me out from the path, holds up my arm in, like – victory and says <laughs> we're together we are dating i'm not her boss anymore it's midnight and this is legal and i'm so excited oh my goodness Everyone. um <clears throat> oh my gosh yes and that oh. the right okay. conclusion i guess that that's what you wanted right yeah, sure. So what? So the so the question is, do? what would you do at this point? Like you're obviously. So it seems like we'll just name it. You were uncomfortable in this situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go last since I already know the story, and that gives me time to make up something ridiculous. Wow, John, you go first. I'm not going first. <laughs> you went last with the uh, you know your question, so I, I think you are in a great place to go first this time. That's so true. So, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I think it's hard because we, as male staff, I don't think can quite relate to that situation. So it's hard, to, like, trying yeah. to put my mind in a different, completely different frame. Ooh, what a good exercise for you! I know, right? <laughs> we need to do more of that. Is looking from other people's perspectives, right? Continue. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I was just saying why it's hard. I was trying to buy you time. I literally like did this really this is a job thing where like you make a deep connection to how the power of camp and I'm trying to just like say words so John can think of how he responds to this situation. That's really awkward. All right. So I'm gonna save the deep um thinking piece of it for Jeff. 
And I think what I would have done in that situation is I would have started crying, but then got my composure together, bowed, and said, end scene. (laughs) That was the last skit you will all see for the summer. (laughs) And then I would have sat down and waited for what happens next. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's how I've broken up with people in the past, actually. <laughs> End scene. It was nice to know you. Wow. Oh, man. I hope your wife is there. She can hear all of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny you went that route because my, my response is a little bit similar. Um, so did first? you guys at camp, did you do like a christ walk like jesus walk sort of reenactment sort of thing did you guys ever do that like stations of the cross not stations of the cross like we always did a retelling of jesus's life where like staff members played jesus and played the other people and you like walked through these you never did that john you did that though right yeah 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 something similar yeah so um one of my favorite scenes in that is when uh caesar uh is like pronouncing that Jesus is, hang on, it'll make sense. He's being crucified or whatever. So what I would have done if this was in my camp where we did this act and this would make more sense, I would have... Hold on. Um, he like pulled you on the side. He said, come in the woods, everyone stay here. I would be like, everyone stay here. I need a bowl and I need water. And I probably would have had Aaron like, go get me a bowl, bring back water. And I would have made everyone stay silent. And I would have set the bowl up. And I would have washed my hands. And I would have said... I wash my hands of this and you smack the bowl away and you just walk off and that's it. <laughs> so really similar to your end scene, but just more Golly. like Jesus related. Like, Golly. I think this is like, these are very like male ways of handling. Uncomfortable <laughs> they really <things>. are. <laughs> <clears throat> like, um, Oh, this is uncomfortable. Uh, uh, end scene. See ya. <laughs> Let's see. I've just walked out of the forest with this awkward man who has professed his love for me. I am astonishingly embarrassed in front of my coworkers and friends. I Jeff, would. I think you and I did that at LOM conference once. Yeah, <laughs> we does. did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would, let's see, since you both gave those answers, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) shift. I would, I would find someone in the crowd to make eye contact with. Um, and so like, let's, I say, I see John, I just like stare at John, just like stare until John finally makes eye contact with me. And then just kind of go like, you can't make it too obvious, but give that wide eyed, like help me like the, (laughs) like that stare. And then see what if that does anything. And if John fails to act, move to the next Patsy and give like just get someone to do something, like to keep going, and so that I don't have to just break this dude's heart in front of everyone because it's definitely not what I'm looking for, right? Or conversely, just suck it up and marry the guy because I can't deal with it. (laughs) This is awkward. Fine, let's just get married. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So what happened? I need to know how this turned out. Are you married? Are you, can, are you engaged? No. It's Leo DiCaprio. Boom. I mean, I mean Denzel. 
<laughs> Denzel DiCaprio. So, yeah, no. So, you know, I kind of just like grin and for it that night. And then we were all like going our separate ways. So I didn't really have to face anybody the next day. I just like went home. And then I like, you know, I, I let it settle for like a week. <laughs> this is really bad. This is not how I would handle it today. Um, but I like let it settle for like a week or two. And then I, when I went to move back into my um, dorm, he like came to help me move. And like a terrible, terrible human. I was like, I don't really don't think that we can do this any longer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you do it after he had helped you Please move? Please tell me it was after he helped you move. Yes. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but to be fair, he had, like, driven back. And, okay, so, like, he was still working at camp because, like, his, like, like the internship hadn't ended yet. And so he helped me move. He went back. And then I was, like, going to wait. But I was, like, this has to be done. So I drove all the way back to camp, which is, like, an hour and a half from my dorm. And I drove there. And I, like, told him that it was over. And it did not go well, but at that point he had ended his, well, his internship was like still going, but he had lined up a job for afterwards, which ended up being with my dad at our church. So now he works for my dad, right? And he's like the youth director. And so I break up with him and I'm like, I, I'm just going to go. Like my brother has a football game and like, since I'm in town, I was going to go see it. But like, this is a Hallmark (laughs) film. This is fantastic. This is staying in. Just wait. Whatever. And he's like actively crying at this point. He's like sobbing, which is great. You know, like men need to be able to freely express their emotions. I'm I'm with it. But as like in between sobs, he's like, no, I have to go to the football game. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, your brother's in my youth group. I told him I would go. Like, I have to go support. And I was like, I don't, I think he would understand. Like, he's a very understanding little middle schooler. Like, he'll be fine. He was like, no, I'm going. So he follows me in his car to the football He proceeds to sit with my family and sob through the entire thing, like just silently to himself. And it was horrible. It was a horrible oh. oh, my goodness. Okay, so I think. <laughs> what do you think? What wow. do you think, John? Bring in, John, here's, please here's bring what, this home. I, I need I think you to. Bravo, first of all, I think bravo to him for. Doing a grand romantic gesture. Um, sometimes that works. <laughs> and I think also bravo for him, you know, just going with it and sharing his feelings. Not a whole lot of people do that. Um, also bravo to you for completely ignoring it for like a week and like letting it settle and... Um, <laughs> Because sometimes I think that needs to happen too. Like, let things settle. See, maybe I can marry this guy. It's Tuesday. I had thought that I had some feelings in this word. I owed it to us to Did... see if it was just the moment that was really awkward or the actual. Oh, yeah. So I have to ask, Courtney, did you ever go on any dates with said romantic entanglement? Logan. Ooh. You can call him Logan. We'll call him Logan. Yeah. Great, Logan. Um, yes, I did. After the summer was over in the in the week or two before I officially broke things off, he suggested we go on an, uh, an official date, which I was like, I mean, can't 
hurt can't get worse. So, um, get worse. and I think you would like have to know my personality a little bit more to like know how, how terrible this, this was. But anyway, so it first takes me to get food. We went to Red Robin, which in and of itself is not like terrible, but I really only go to restaurants for dessert, frankly. <laughs> Do y'all have Red Robin up there? Oh, First of all, I would have married that man if he <laughs> would have taken me to Red Robin first. Um, yes. Well, the burger was great. Then they were like, do you want any dessert? And he was like, no, like we, we don't need dessert. And I was like, mm, buddy, strike one. All I want is a spiked shake. So that's that's wrong. Strike one was dessert. <laughs> it was the lack of dessert. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Um, and then he was like, OK, and where we're going next is a surprise. And I was like. Okay, great. So he like takes me to this abandoned warehouse in like Dallas. Okay, well, or what appears to be an abandoned warehouse, and like it was like kind of an escape room, except for it was one where if you didn't find clues in time, this zombie comes to chase you and kill you and like take you out of the game. Okay, and it was also like me, him, and this like very large, um, like family that had all come together with like a bunch of little kids that were like very terrified of the zombie as was I and I got out within like the first five minutes and so then I spent an hour watching him and this family solve these clues together on the side because I wasn't allowed to participate because I had been killed oh, <laughs> and that's just like it's not my thing so it, it didn't go well and after that was when i basically knew that that was not gonna work out. <laughs> that was it. Wow. okay so you gave it more of a chance that's good yeah i, I gave it some time you know you got to see what they're like outside of camp it it wasn't meant to be it wasn't love of my life but there are success stories we have aaron here who married his camp love it wasn't just goggles and the couple that I mentioned, the very first wedding I ever went to, just celebrated their 14th wedding anniversary this week. So it works out for a lot of people, just um, not me. <laughs> What's funny is I think about two episodes, Aaron is on record saying that he's married because of Camp Goggles. 100%. Like it is published on the podcast. So like, Aaron. listen, here's here's the thing. I don't, it, it is 100%. She had Camp Goggles. I knew what was happening. <laughs> I was fully aware that I was go like reaching, right? She was settling, I was reaching like a hundred percent. And I was just waiting for the shoe to drop later on of her being like, Oh yeah, I can do way better than this fool. Oh, and, look at this guy's mustache. And that's the thing. This I can do stupid things like this. And she's like, Oh, you and I'm like, Oh, she likes that part of me. Okay. So it worked out. Awesome. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for your story. Yeah, and what thank a you good, for sharing. What a good moralistic lesson for all of you camp counselors and directors out there about camp goggles and the dangers they can bring. Yeah, well, not, not even just like the camp goggles. Like you mentioned, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to, he's going to do talk it about this a little bit more. Um, the, the deep connections that you make with people you don't always get that in real life and that's what camp is all about is making these super awesome connections with people and taking you out of your normal life and you know showing you what it what it could be but also it's camp is preparing you for the world outside of camp and whether that's your love life or <laughs> um <laughs> 
your spiritual connection, your connection with God, whatever it is. Um, camp should not just end at camp, but sometimes maybe it does need to, like relationships. Mm. Well said. Well said. <laughs> I do take camp with me every day to work. It's come like being comfortable speaking to strangers and speaking in front of crowds and like being myself has like really helped me a lot. And also now I'm like in charge of planning all of med school orientation for my class, which is basically like three days of summer camp. And so it really is <laughs> generalizable to all fields of life. Truly. Mm. What a testimony. I love it. Wow. Thank you so much, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. So listen up, fans of this one time at summer camp. If you would like to follow in Courtney's brave and amazing footsteps and join us here on this podcast, send us a message, drop a comment, throw an email, let us sponsor let us be a sponsor (laughs) for your sunglasses. Whatever you need it to be. We want you to show up and be on our podcast because we have lots of fun, obviously. Um and if you have a, if you don't want to be on the podcast, but you want us to tell one of your stories, absolutely send us an email at this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com or send us a Facebook message from the this one time at summer camp page. And we will absolutely tell your story and we'll probably change names and stuff like that. Um, we seem to keep landing on Logan for some reason. I think it's just no random idea. though. It's very random. I don't know any logos so, I can think of. So I'll I'll uh, I'll guess get a personalized uh, bumper sticker from Aaron Colwick as well. So wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I <laughs> yep. I'm surprised by that, but I love it. No, I'm so prepared for yeah. this. He's already got a one. Lot of stickers, it, man. it will be based on what we talked about in this episode. Oh come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair game fine this is happening this is a great game i love it uh, I'll make... i know he can do it that's why i put this challenge out oh my gosh all right fine well there you go ladies and gentlemen you get a personalized sticker from aaron if you are a guest <laughs> on the podcast apparently so anyways guys this is this one time at summer camp we will see you guys next week it has been a blast everybody say bye bye bye, bye. Time summer camp.